Hi, family. I'm Ashley. And I'm Dion. And we are the Woman Defined Podcast. We're here to encourage women to live authentically, on purpose, and in their God-given identity. So welcome to the Woman Defined Podcast. Ephesians 2 and 10 tells us that we're God's masterpiece. In another version, it says we are his workmanship. We're created in Jesus Christ for good works. So a masterpiece, his workmanship, something that he takes his time on, something that he takes the time to carve out every little detail, every little jerry curl, every little eyebrow, every little piece of yourself. God took the time and a masterpiece is done when the creator of that masterpiece says it's done. Yeah, and I so love that. we have to believe that we are a complete work of art because that's who God says we are. Yeah. How do you feel about who God says we are and how he sees us? Yeah, I like the examples you used when you said that we are uh, valuable mm-hmm. and we are a masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And what that makes me think of is the word regal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up and it states resembling magnificence Mm. and dignity Um, to be grand to be impressive to be splendid to be superb to be noble to be breathtaking lavish monumental distinguished queenly and so i think about all of those things all of those are synonyms of what it is to be regal and so i think about that and i think about also to be priceless there's no price on us we're cherished by god we are esteemed by god we are validated by god there's nothing i can ever do that could separate the love god has for me there's nothing his love for me will always be deeper than anything i could even imagine god's love for me is much deeper Mm -hmm. than love I could ever try to exude toward other people. He calls us and he mandates for us to love people as we love ourselves. And, you know, first and foremost to love him. So I think about that gentleness, that gentle nature, that gentleman Mm -hmm. and, and just how he's so patient. Mm -hmm. So when I think about how I'm seen by God, I'm priceless. My worth is up here. I'm secure in him because my security in him is stable. It's firm. The foundation is solidified. So that's how I believe we are seen by God. And I feel like we have this disconnected society because this is how God feels about us. But then we have the world on the other side telling us to change ourselves, Mm -hmm. telling us that, oh, that's not good enough. Your authenticity is not good enough. Put a little bit of a a fake on it Mm -hmm. you know change this up change that up don't Mm -hmm. do your personality like this don't laugh out loud like this don't Mm -hmm. and we get we get placed in this box where we struggle with being our authentic self we struggle with embracing our ourselves completely and totally when those different quirky personality traits god gave us was designated for us specifically Mm -hmm. and he was intentional because God is always intentional with everything he does. So the personality I have, the personality you have, the personality Mm -hmm. Jill has and Tanya has, it's all intentional and meant and placed there by God specifically. Yeah, and I don't know who Jill or Tanya are, but I really like the synonyms. I don't either. (laughs) I really like the synonyms that you gave from Uncle Google because distinguished, magnificence, those are terms that 
are typically I have only typically heard them in TVs or movies where it's placed in the Victorian era of like Bridgerton where you know what I'm saying like noble and the queens and you think um, again what you're saying regal and royalty and those types of terms have typically only been used in the past in relation to a socioeconomic status yeah. of being the queen or being the prince. So you had to be in a specific family to qualify for those terms to yeah. even fit that description. But God says, no, you in your regular, regular everyday life, you are royalty. Yep. You are a queen. You can wear the crown just like right. Meghan Markle can. I don't right. know what they got going. I think they done stepped away from it. <laughs> but I'm going to pick it up because yeah. that's who God says I am. And that's who God calls me to be. So I can walk around with my pinky and my cup of tea if I want to. And and if you think about it, I think of sonship. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, in this case, daughtership. Daughtership. <laughs> <laughs> and how that is our identity. There's nothing mm-hmm. because he is our father. We're his daughters. So we're to live in that royalty Mm -hmm. lifestyle. We are to live and experience that, that noble lifestyle and, and know that, okay, I am worth more than this. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I do have a daddy who loves me. Okay. I um, can believe more for myself. I can speak and have faith in this situation. I can want more and desire more for myself. And I think sometimes we even struggle with wanting and desiring more for ourselves Mm -hmm. because we have this idea or notion sometimes that, that's me being selfish. Mm-hmm. Now, there's seasons for things where there's a season to, you know, the Bible tells us different seasons calls you to do different things. But there is nothing wrong with desiring more for yourself. Mm-hmm. You can desire more for yourself. You can want more for yourself. Yeah, and I feel that women have, in over time, women have been shamed for wanting more and putting themselves first and putting their own aspirations first, putting their own careers first putting their own dreams and goals and activities even hobbies first because and I think as women we're kind of in the past now things are starting to shift a lot more and everybody's like catching on the wave that we are bomb women and we gonna do what we need to do and what we can do because we can do it and it's what's best for ourselves and I think it's also important to note people have tried to put timelines and limits on women and what they can have and when they can have it. Yeah. And like you were saying earlier, later in life, not late. But you referenced it. You were talking about a no for now doesn't mean a no forever. And I think that's so powerful because people try and give us this window of time where all of our opportunities for whatever we want we have a limited time offer. You know how they always have sales and they try and rush you into buying something sometimes? Oh, limited time offer. Offer ends in eight minutes. Hurry up and buy. Hurry up and buy. Yeah. No. A lot of people try and apply that to women. Yep. And that's just not the case. And the first thing that comes to mind is, of course, the the main thing of time with, with children, I feel like, would be the first thing that comes to mind. But it can apply to a lot of different things. And even if you're 44 and you're just finding your groove in life, that's cool, too. So you can pick up and you can recreate yourself and you can recreate the life that you want to live that God calls for you to live. I love even that. if you're 19 and you decide you want to be a doctor, so you want to put yourself through years and years of school to come out on the other end that's okay too. One of my friends, she's um, getting her PhD in chemistry. And while those amount of years in school ain't for me, it works for her and is what she wants and is what she deserves. And she's pushing and fighting and she's learning and sister girl doing her thing. I think too, though, I, I really like your points. 
I think when when we allow society to put those constructs and on us and put us in those boxes, there's this pressure that builds up. Mm-hmm. So now it's not even just the pressure of society. It's now pressure on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we wonder, like, well, who said I need to be married by 30? You know? Girl. Who said I needed to have kids by, by 25 or you be in the have- house by 27? Who said that? Like, you have to go back to who said that one? Who said that to you, too? Why do you believe it? Do you believe it? But the thing is, and even if you're not there, that's okay. It doesn't mean that you're not going to get it. It doesn't even mean that you're late. It doesn't mean, it just means your season is for you. And where you are currently is where God has you specifically for a purpose and a reason. I remember when I first moved to Charlotte from Florida, I was expecting a ring as soon as I touched down. I would be like, I'm thinking my ring, my ring, my <laughs> ring, my ring. And then a year went by and another year went by. And I'm like, where my ring at? Like, I'm I'm 20, I'm 25. I, I need my ring. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that came from just feeling pressure. And yet mm-hmm. 25 is still really, really young. But in that moment when I was 25, I felt like my my life is flying by. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm not married. I, I want to have kids next year. And needless to say, Hindsight is twenty twenty. So looking back, when I did get married, I got married in the season that was appropriate. Girl. And I feel like God had to take me through a season of maturing. So someone who was in that season doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, they're much better. But it just means that their season wasn't the exact same time frame that God had in mind for mine. And so we have to also not allow society to put their ideas their projections their pressures on us to make us feel like we're running out of time we're late for things no we're not late it's not happening when yours is happening but it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen for me you have no idea how many conversations i've had with people where oh i gotta do this i gotta get it together i gotta do this i'm Mm -hmm. almost 30 and it kills me a little piece of me dies inside every time (laughs) i'm being dramatic but it kills me because it's like this who said 30 was such a monumental number things change over time but things change in every age over Mm -hmm. time people have created 30 it's like this monster this this looming thing oh 30 is coming 30 is coming i gotta get my finances you have to have it all together yes i need to be married have a house have a car mm -hmm. have a this have a kid and you know what all that pressure pressure leads you to make drastic decisions or to think on a whim and you not thinking things through. So pressure, this pressure can lead to being impulsive, being impulsive and not everything that comes out of impulsivity. Matter of fact, most of the things that comes out out of impulsivity Mm -hmm. ain't good for us. (laughs) Um, And so I think it's important to note 30 don't mean nothing. y'all. 30 don't mean nothing. So don't allow yourselves to be stuck into the mindset of, Oh, I'm 29, and I don't know what I want to do with my life. I don't know what I want to do tomorrow, y'all. But that's all right. That's all right. Because I could wake up and have ex- know exactly what I want to do, and then I could not, yeah. and that's all right, too. Yeah. So I think society has tried to pigeonhole us into this one way of living or these two ways of living or yeah. these three ways of living when in reality like you said in the beginning there's beauty and variety we are yeah. all different types on all different timelines all different ways manners yeah. and, and um, there's a time for everything just like the bible says there's a time mm-hmm. 
for everything. There's a time for laughing. There's a time for mourning. There's a yeah. time for or season for everything. And in the beauty of variety, it just shows that, like, God is not, he's not this mundane God. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody wear purple. All right, everybody blue. All right, the sky, everybody. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Right. You have grass that's green. Some grass is yellow. Clouds are different. The shapes, the sizes. Flowers are different. And it just shows that you have certain flowers for the fall. You have certain flowers for the spring. And it just shows the variety and the creation of God. And if everything was supposed to be done in the same season, everything would be done in the same season. Yeah, and you talking about the variety of flowers, it, like we were talking about earlier, it makes me think about my blog post. Mm-hmm. Uh, shameless plug, cough, cough, y'all go check it out, thewomendefined.com. But for <laughs> real, it makes me think about that, that blog post because in it I was kind of talking about how I killed my flowers um, and some survived. And I have a few different types of flowers, but different flowers have different requirements for growth. Different flowers have different thresholds of temperature of sunlight of watering of soil of all these things that can contribute to the growth of a plant they differ per plant they differ per species they differ per pot you know everything all these variables and this is a plant y'all a plant that is not thinking well you know what let me not say that because I think when I get home and I sing to my plants, they be happy. They so do. they may be thinking. When you talk to them, I yeah. have something now. My tall one ain't doing so well. We going to sing him That's back to right. life. Sing him back to life. I sing um, Beautiful by Christina Aguilera to my kids. <laughs> they love Your it. Kids. Okay. They love it. But um, this is a plant. So imagine the level of complexity with when it comes to us. The complexity yeah. of variety and all the different needs. So... What I need may not be what you need. Sarah Jakes preached a really great sermon about a social influencer, but she was just talking about not comparing your own journey and somebody else's tools to your own. In other words, stand ten toes down in what you've been equipped with. Yeah, she was saying don't compare your equipment, what equipment God gifted you with, with the equipment of somebody else's because they needed that in that time and they're blessed with that and they're gifted with that in that time, in that season. And your gift is going to look different and Mm -hmm. it's going to be a different timeline and it's going to be for a different reason for you. Yep, We are all different and we are all different shapes and sizes. And that's the thing I love about women. I really love those points. I think that it just shows also the beauty of God. I remember years ago, I used to struggle with my skin, mm-hmm. struggle and you know, I know all this stuff that God says about me. I know that I'm different. I know that my personality is quirky. I, I know that, you know, I have all these things that I can do, but I really felt sometimes uncomfortable doing, or I didn't really know how to fully embrace myself mm-hmm. and embrace it. And so what is also important too, or what I had to realize was that God makes no mistake, mm-hmm. right? And so the way that you're created, there's no mistake in that. There's no question mark. There's no gray area. You are who you were designed to be. Mm-hmm. If your hair is short and it's 4C or 4B or 3C, 3A, whatever it is, if you are Asian, if you are Indian, whomever, wherever you come from, mm-hmm. just know that you have a purpose. Just know that you are loved. Just know that you were created for intention. Yeah. Living empowered in your diversity. We are beautiful, dynamic. Our intricacies are 
very complex, but also subtle and gentle. And we are creative. We're well-rounded. Yeah. So the purpose of this episode today is to encourage you, wherever you are, to love yourself because you are meant to be here. Every part of you is intentional and is meant to be there. So if you got a, a loud laugh, you better laugh. You talking about me? Listen, you talking about me? If you have a quirky personality, if you're goofy, if you're even if you're serious, embrace who you are because it is the beauty of variety and it's showcasing God's love and his design and his creativity that he placed over your life. And even past those innate things, I want to quickly touch on um, the, the outside as well, like the things about our body that we may not like. Um, because I know today I was walking past the mirror and I looked over and I said, oh, and I sucked in my gut. And then I pushed it back out. I said, no, y'all going to get whatever stomach I got to give because this is the <laughs> belly fat that God put on me right now. It right. is keeping my belly button safe. <laughs> OK, but also everybody has these insecurities about themselves. Y'all, I was talking to my coworker about this earlier this week. We all have things about us ourselves that we would love to improve on, that we would love to be better about, that we would love to grow in and to strengthen our core and I'm still planning to getting me some abs I've been talking about it for six years but until I get there I'm gonna love the version of the body that I'm in another thing I think about too is that you know if God can forgive me why can't I forgive myself yeah and so think about those things keep those things in mind of how you're treating yourself and knowing that we're not perfect we make mistakes but we know how to get back up yeah stay empowered stay encouraged know that you're beautiful Kiara Sheard has a song about being perfectly flawed and I absolutely love it because it is the truth yeah. we are we weren't meant to be these perfect beings we weren't meant to have everything figured out and to have everything together we can be undone in the presence of God I was saying this earlier if you're not operating in your authentic self and in you you're going to get tired of being that other person. Mm -hmm. And sooner or later, the real you's going to come out. Mm -hmm. Whether you're going to be like, listen, this ain't been me. I'm tired of being that person. That's not me. Mm -hmm. Step into you heart. Embrace who you are. Embrace your personality. You don't have to be serious if you're not serious all the time. Embrace your goofiness. Take a look in the mirror. Ask yourself those questions. Who am I? What do I enjoy? What do I love? I love to laugh. I love to wear these boots. I love this jacket. What makes you you? Because yeah. you are authentically you. And my husband says it best. I remember we were riding in the car and he said, always remember to be you because everyone else is taken. Mm -hmm. I probably asked him to repeat that maybe a 30,000 different times. And he did each time mm -hmm. because sometimes we have to realize, like, I don't have to strive and work so hard to be something that I'm not. I can be me, totally me, completely me, all of me, all of the time. Yeah. So real quick, I want to talk about some just as important features, characteristics, personality types that are just as important. And those are soft, sensitive, compassionate, empathetic, goofy, charismatic, 
business minded, sassy, you know, and those things are okay. There's so many more. There's so many more layers to describe somebody and how somebody can be versus, oh, you're a strong woman. No, I'm tired of being strong. I want to lay down my strength sometimes to feel what I'm feeling. I want to be able to be soft in this moment to experience what I am feeling and be safe in just being in that space, not mm-hmm. always having to carry the weight. There's safety and vulnerability. There, oh I remember hearing a conversation where – you know, you ask someone, hey, how are you doing? I'm blessed, girl. I'm good. I'm doing well. And it's, meanwhile, yeah. torn up on the inside. Girl. And obviously, you have to use wisdom with who you share your vulnerable mm-hmm. um, information with. But sometimes it's so quick and easy just to be like, girl, I'm good. Or I'm good, girl. I'm living life. Yeah. And you're really struggling. You really, you, you don't know who to talk to or how to be real because sometimes if you're if you're seen as that, it's it's seemed as a bad thing, or it's yeah. a, it's more of like a disadvantage. And when you do open up, you you kind of made to feel like, oh dang, you got all that going you on. Oh, you all right? Really bad. Mm, well, I feel sorry might've... for you. Mm. And I heard that once. Yeah. I remember I was in a group of of women, and we were just talking, and someone did share, and um, you know, afterwards, some of the girls were saying, "Dang, I thought I had it bad." What? And in those settings, exactly. I when I tell you my mouth dropped open because I was like, are you, <laughs> are you serious? Lie. I would have laughed if they would have said that to me. No, I mean they didn't, girl was she had walked away, oh. but it's just like you don't say that, and that's also why you have to use discernment and who you pour yourself into right. because not everybody is there for you, and you have to be careful who you allow into those spaces mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, it's so crazy that you talked about. Um, that because Pastor Rich Wilkerson, he mm-hmm. uh, at Boo Church in Miami, he spoke a word on um, our weakness and using that to working our weakness. So he talked about that same type of thing that you're talking about. But real quick, I want to reference a few sentences from this book, Daring Greatly by Brene Brown. Um, she t- has a chapter and she briefly touches on vulnerability. And uh, from the book, she talks about myths in vulnerability And real quick, she says, vulnerability is based on mutuality and requires boundaries and trust. It's not oversharing. It's not purging. It's not indiscriminate disclosure. And it's not celebrity-style social media information dumps. Come on. Vulnerability is about sharing our feelings and our experiences with people who have earned the right Mm. to hear them. Say that again. Vulnerability is about sharing our feelings and our experiences. We finna capitalize, bold, underline, and italicize this next part. With people who have earned the right to hear them. So everybody don't deserve your vulnerability. But the people who do, they can support you in that vulnerability. They can allow you to sit in that. They can share some of that vulnerability with you. She goes on to say that being vulnerable and open is mutual and an integral part of the trust building process. Yeah. So I think it's important for women to be able and allowed and comforted and trusted in that vulnerable space instead of always having to rise up and have together and be collected. No, I don't have it together today. No, I didn't want to wake up. No, I forgot to put deodorant underneath my left armpit. No, I forgot my gym shoes and I'm working out in boots on the treadmill, bending up my shoes. Yes, that actually happened. I posted the story. (laughs) But it's like we don't have to have it all together. We don't don't have to carry this weight of life. Share that weight, y'all. Share it. And Get I think it off too, your shoulders. We had and give it to God. A, we shared a reel that talked about finding your tribe mm, and the importance yeah. of having a tribe there to support you and uplift you and encourage you. Not there when you walk away, they saying, oh, I thought I had it bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and if you don't have that. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. That's just so trash. As somebody that with. was horrible. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't have that, you know, being secure enough to pray and ask God to send you that. Mm-hmm. And being I'm, vulnerable with God oof, enough to ask him to send you people that you can trust, send you friends that you can trust. Because I do understand that some people have been betrayed in the past. Mm-hmm. And so their trust issues are out of whack. And they, they're battling with trusting people. They don't really have keep a lot of people around because they were backstabbed or mm-hmm. manipulated or taken advantage of whatever the case is. But at the end of the day, God didn't put us here to do life alone. Yeah, so stay open. And so, yes, yeah, stay open. And it's okay to be vulnerable. And like I mentioned earlier, if you don't have that group, if you don't have that person that you can confide in and be vulnerable with and be you with and your most authentic self, Mm-hmm. Start reevaluating. Start putting that on your prayer list and asking God to sing you those people. Yeah. Yeah. And real quick, I want to jump in. Sorry to cut in, but I felt mm-hmm. like this was really important to say. Yeah. In the meantime, until you find that appropriate, that correct, that right community, that right tribe for you, don't mm-hmm. settle for people who you know aren't sowing into yeah. your growth. Because I know people who are like, oh, you know, I don't really have the the group of friends that you have or I don't have that that type of people who believe in me and support in me and there for me. But I'm I'm lonely and I'm bored. So I'm going to hang out with these people who I used to hang out with, who I'm comfortable hanging out yeah. with, who ain't no good for me. Don't care about me past. If I surpass them, they're not happy for me. You know, so it's like be intentional about not hanging out and not having these subpar connections, interactions and friendships just because you don't quite have the right people for you just yet. Be patient and wait on God. Trust in him. Don't give in to, oh, I'm lonely, so I'm just going to go for anything. Anything will go. No, it's it's important because it'll either make or break your experiences in life and your trust in the community to come and your trust in the tribe who is already on the way. Yeah, I also think about, you know how scripture says, don't throw your pearls to swine. Mm, yes. When I think about pearls, I think that they're priceless, they're cherishable. Come on. And I also equate that to time. Mm-hmm. Time is something yeah. you can't get back. Yeah. Right? So in, in, in relationships you have, always be intentional because you spending time with people that are ultimately not for you. Mm-hmm. It equates to you throwing your pearls to swine, Mm -hmm. your valuables to swine, your valuable time to swine, because time is valuable because you don't get it back. And you are the pearls. And yes. So you are being you are throwing yourselves to the swine in situation like that, because, again, God sees us as valuable. Yeah, we are. We have to believe that we are valuable. Mm -hmm. I would rather be alone than to waste my time and to waste all the value that I have to give and the love and all the laughter and everything. I would rather be alone friendship wise, relationship wise, whatever that may be. Yeah. Than to spend my time with people who ain't no good for me. And I know they ain't no good for me. It's different if you're trying to figure out and trying to feel a new friendship out. But if you know that it's not giving what it's supposed to give and what you need it to give spiritually, emotionally, relationally, um, if y'all can't pour into each other and build each other up, that doesn't mean it's always going to be sunshine and rainbows. Ah, Keyword you just said together. Yeah. Sometimes relationships can be one sided. Mm. If you find yourself always being the one that someone is dumping everything onto. Yeah. Start to to reevaluate that relationship. Yeah. Start to really look at because I know I do believe that sometimes God will place you in somebody's life to be there for them, yeah. to encourage them through yeah. seasons. But if you're in a long term relationship constantly where you're needing that person and 
they're just not there or mm-hmm. available for you, but you're always there and available for them. That's something to really pay attention to because going back to not casting your pearl amongst swine, being very uh, intentional and being very, I don't want to say bougie, mm-hmm. but you got to be picky, be picky. And mm-hmm. it's okay to be picky and be very cognizant of where you spend your time, who you give your time to, mm-hmm. where you place that valuable information, where you place yourself. And especially in vulnerable situations, when we're the most vulnerable, it can be dangerous. And you know what? And some people can prey on that. And so that's why it's always so good to stay at the feet of Jesus. Kind of brings us back well-rounded. Yeah. And it's dangerous because you're allowing access to your your spirit and to your heart. And that's yeah. one thing God don't... T- God tell us don't play about Guard your heart. don't play about who you let into your heart mm-hmm. and um, people think uh, you know straight relationships no you have to be mindful of anybody who you allow into your heart because life comes from it it's central to who you are and I think what you were saying about that support and that reciprocity Ashley of vulnerability and of being there for one another it goes back to what Brene Brown said in her book Daring Greatly the very first one she says vulnerability is based on mutuality but she also said it requires boundaries and trust so if you aren't giving back what I'm giving now a relationship you have to support just like 80-20 rule uh, some movie um, probably one of Tyler Perry movies they talked about the 80-20 rule but I feel like there are going to be moments in time where your partner, and that's a friendship, a marriage, isn't always going to be able to give 100% themselves. So your 80 can make up for their 20, and vice versa. If you're having an off day, an off few months, yeah, your partner can be there to give, pour into you more in that moment when you don't have it to give. Yeah. But like you said, if it's a constant negativity, constant 20% from them, and you're carrying that 80%. Constant take. Yeah, It's exhausting. Yeah. And I also even kind of picture... And I also picture a glass, mm-hmm. right? You're constantly pouring your glass into someone else's. Yeah. Like you're, you're constantly pouring your water from your glass into someone else's. But who's refilling yours? Mm-hmm. You know, of course, there's, there's, we have Jesus that you know rejuvenates us and yeah. fills us up. But as far as other, you know, relations, I'm constantly pouring into this person, and when I need them. They're nowhere to be found or it's inconvenient for them or it's too much for them or they'll get back to me when they have time. Mm -hmm. That's an issue. And that's something to pay attention to because it may may be something where you don't have to step away from the relationship. Mm -hmm. But, you know, now the Bible does talk about giving grace. Yeah. But if you know that someone, a friend of yours or someone, you know, have this specific trait or something that they just innately do. Mm -hmm. How they innately respond or how they reciprocate things or how they give up their time or whatever they do, pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to that because that, I believe that that's where wisdom comes in because it may be something where, okay, maybe I need to take a step back. Maybe I need to kind of realign or maybe I need to um, maybe pull them aside and talk to them or maybe I just Mm -hmm. need to take time for myself. But I do believe that sometimes we miss this when we don't, realize how valuable we are Mm -hmm. yeah and because we're trying to get someone to feel whatever area or whatever piece of loneliness we're going through Mm. at that time we forget about that and so we have to always go back to scripture and be reminded of who does God say that I am 
Mm. I could tell a mountain to move in the name of Jesus, and that mountain needs to move. It has to move. Mm -hmm. And it just shows how great our faith is. And when you walk in your identity, and your identity as the daughter of a king, you can speak to things, and they must move. Don't you know that your value is priceless out mm-hmm. of this world. It cannot be negotiated. So you can keep your, you'll get back to me. No, I'll get back to you. Period. And that <laughs> just is what it and is. And it's in love. Yeah. It's in love. And I think that that goes back to wisdom. God gives us wisdom. You're not going to just continue to go back to something that's hurting you or harming you or that's not there, that's not supporting you. Yeah. You're not going to do that. You're going to use wisdom. We And the Bible says we perish for the lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm. And when you know better, you do, do better. better. You don't continue to go back to a situation that you always feel wounded and sad and exhausted and drained. The Bible says it's like a dog going back to his vomit. Exactly. Yeah. So it's very important as women that we see ourselves as God sees us as, yeah. and value ourselves as God values us and put ourselves in the right environment around the yeah. right people in the right tribe that empowers that and sees us just as that and treats us as that as well. And ultimately I feel like that's when you know that you love yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's when you know that you love yourself because you're just not subjecting yourself to just whomever, wherever, whenever they have time, whenever it's convenient for them. Be picky y'all. It's okay to be picky, especially if you're doing life with someone and constantly sharing those deep parts of your heart with someone you want to make sure, okay, they have my best interests at heart mm-hmm. and use wisdom in that. The spirit of discernment is powerful. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit may be trying to tell you something. You're like, nah, it's good. And keep going back. Nah, and I'm each tripping. time you come back, mm-hmm. right, each time you come back, you're wounded even more. So be encouraged in knowing that who you are is who you are. Child, God didn't make no mistake with you. He didn't make a mistake with me. He didn't make a mistake with Dion. Unless you're a terrible no person, though. Unless you're just a terrible person and you need to change. Well, you just need deliverance at that point. <laughs> I had to put that caveat in there. Some of us have been a little some trash people have at been, some points But in some our people life. have been wounded. And, we, and some people have been wounded and makes them close off and feel so like they got to be trashed to other people because people were trashed to them. And so hurt people hurt people. But I free was, people, free people. Yeah. It's so crazy. Loved people love on people, you know? Yeah. I was just having this conversation. It's it's a little we are talking about in the context of dating. It's kind of separate, but at the same time, it's the same thing. I was saying I don't want to be in the world of dating where I'm, I feel like now a lot of people, again, going back to people don't want to be alone. People don't want to sit in their silence and their solitude. So they just pick anybody and they allow anything and, and so even if they've been hurt in the past, they just quickly move on to the next person without processing and dealing with what happened mm, and how it and trying them. to heal and learn from it. People yeah. just jump into the next thing. Yeah. Friendships as well. Yeah. No, take some time to think back. OK, why did I react this way? Why yeah. did this hurt me like this? Why did I say that? Yeah. Why did I react I said, why did I react that way already, y'all? But really, why did this hurt me this bad? If you don't heal and just move on, again, like you said, it's hurt people hurting people. Yeah. And I don't want to be a part of that. Right. In any caliber, friendship, relationship, family, dynamics, none of that. I think it's important that we be intentional about how we are breaking these cycles. I really love what you said. And the way we love ourselves it will exude 
it will show yeah through how we interact with people mm-hmm. and um i kind of going back i know you said this a while ago where it talked about you know guarding your heart in mm-hmm. scripture and there's this one particular verse in Matthew 12, 34. It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Mm. So what you're dealing with in your heart, you're going to say it. Mm-hmm. Your actions are going to reflect it sooner or yeah. later. Like I said, sometimes we get caught up in playing this game of, okay, I don't want to be all of myself. But sooner or later, it's gonna come your out. true self is going to come out. How you are, what you're dealing with in your heart, it's going to show in one way or another. I really like that point that you said in dealing with those issues of our heart. Mm-hmm. Why did that hurt me? Why did that sting me? Am I embarrassed? Why am I ashamed? And also thinking past just us and our experiences. Yeah. How was I raised and how is that yeah. parenting or rearing child? How was that affecting the way I perceived this to be? Uh, how was that having an impact on my thought process and what I learned growing up. I love that. And sometimes, you know what, D? We have to unlearn the very ha- things that girl, raised us. I'm, we have to powerful. unlearn the very we things that a- raised us, sis. Seriously, because even in home, sometimes there can be so much trauma, yeah. so many different swayed ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to relationships, I remember some. I was younger and I was having like, you know, conversation with some family members and they were like, well, no, I don't have no friends. I don't trust nobody in this world. And then like, as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. I cherish my relationships. When I tell you, I just, I can't imagine not having some of the women in my life yeah. that I do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? I can't imagine not doing life with these women. Yeah. But then even, even now that I'm older, I still have those conversations with family members. It was like, I don't trust nobody. I ain't got no friends. I'm good. It's just me and Jesus. Mm -hmm. But Jesus didn't intend for you to be alone. Mm -hmm. You were not created to do life alone. You were created to have community. You were created to lean on people and they lean on you. Mm -hmm. That's what we're created to do. That's how you live in unity. That's the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. And so... Whew, y'all. Yeah, we're going to have to have a whole nother. Come we need on. to have a whole nother podcast on unlearning what raised us. We have to unlearn we gotta unpack what that. raised us. And we done us. talked and talked and talked this podcast episode. Oh, my goodness. So we can't, we don't want to shortchange it by trying to dive into it now at the end. But it's important. It's important. And even sometimes our train of thoughts, the way we think about things, how we process things. Mm-hmm. Why do we process things like that? Mm-hmm. You know, somebody could say something to one person and they receive it one way. Somebody can say that exact same thing to someone else and they receive it a completely different way. Yeah. What are the ways you're perceiving things? Why are you perceiving things the way you are? So this episode was good. Yeah. I enjoyed this episode. I felt like we were literally throwing nuggets. Yeah. I feel like we talked about all these different parts of what it is to be a woman in today's age and time and like how... God has timelines and processes and seasons and God has intentionally made us out exactly how we are supposed to be, how we are different, how we vary per woman um, and how 30 don't mean nothing for real and how the, the versatility of women. Yeah. Yeah. And we really wanted to use this episode to shine the light on those those attributes. We are wonderfully and fearfully made. Yeah. Know that everything about you was done with intent. There is no mistake about you. There is no mistake about you. There is no mistake about you. There is no, you are lacking nothing. You have everything you need. 
God cares about you. God is intentional with you. God is sitting high and looking low into every situation, every season you're going into, every step that you're taking, every failed relationship, mm-hmm. every tear that you shed. God is collecting them and he's intentional. He's a good father. But if we don't say anything else tonight, sis, you are beautiful in every capacity. You are distinguished. You are valuable. You are magnificent. You are regal. You are regal, sis. You are noble. You are dignified. Mm. You are magnificent. You are beautiful. No matter what you're going through, it doesn't define you. What you've been through doesn't define you where you're going Where you're going defines your own purpose. You're living on purpose. You have purpose. Provision goes before you. So believe that. Remember Mm. that. Keep that in mind. And always know later in life (laughs) does not mean late. You too can prevent forest fires. (laughs) (laughs) And always remember later in life, not late. Since you are not late for anything. You going into your 30s, going into your 40s, whatever age you're going into, 21, 20, whatever it is. Make that decision to do what you have a desire to do Mm -hmm. and know that just because it's later in life does not mean you're late. Mm. So that's all we have for y'all today. We love y'all so, so, so much. D, you going to pray us on out? Oh, I'm going to pray us out. God, we thank you for this time today. Thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for showing us on how to love on each other. Thank you for women throughout history. Thank you for women all over the world. Thank you for empowering us to be ourselves to trust in you and trust in ourselves and trust in who you created us to be thank you for taking us to the next level thank you for opening our eyes and our hearts to see and appreciate the beauty in ourselves the beauty in others and to show us how to be better about uplifting and loving on other women other men other children of yours lord god we thank you for the versatility thank you for taking your time with us to craft us out to be your masterpiece to giving us all the traits all the characteristics all the attributes that you decided we needed and that you decided were just for us all the gifts and the talents lord i thank you for stepping into the midst thank you for turning it around thank you for building us up and lifting us up and teaching and growing Thank you for all that you're doing, seen and unseen, behind the scenes, right in front of our eyes. I thank you for having your way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for that prayer, D. You're welcome. So as we mentioned in the very, very beginning, we trying to talk. Yeah. We love to talk. We love to bond. We love to engage. And we want to hear from you guys. So send us an email. What is our email, D? The woman to find at yahoo.com. Yes. What are our social media handles, D? Yeah, we can be found on Instagram and Facebook at the woman define. Y'all check us out. We got some really good content. Check out our reels. We we growing, y'all. We, we figuring growing. it out. We got some good Come on, community content out there. <laughs> and if you want to join our Facebook group, we're the woman defined dash CLT for Charlotte. So we're figuring it out, y'all. We doing the thing and we're really excited for all that is to come. Yes, we're so excited. Thank you for tuning in. We hope yes. you have an amazing, yes. amazing, amazing week. <laughs>